Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. And I'm Shay. And welcome to the first episode of Tis Odd Podcast. Welcome. For our first episode, uh, we wanted to make sure that we picked a case and Shay wanted to make sure that she picked a case that really resonated with our hometown, with our home state of West Virginia. And if you're listening to this and it is 2020, then you most likely are from our home state. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty sure no one else is going to be listening to this for a little bit. (laughs) Probably not. I mean, it would be really cool if they were, but that's okay because we love West Virginia and we love our people. Um, Or you're just our mom. And hi, mom. What's up? Hey, mom. Um, For our mother, we're going to try to avoid using foul language because she doesn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people wouldn't, but. Maybe, but I like foul language, but that's okay. We're just not going to use it. All right. So anyway, um. Yeah, I'm Quest, and um, and I'm Shay. Yeah, I'm the one doing this case today. Yes, she is, and um, we're in our twenties. We love spooky stuff. We love talking about it. We love laughing about it. Yeah, we and do. Um, we love other people who love talking about it and laughing about about it. Um, so anyway, if you hear a little bit of like weird noises, yeah, like worse and this and movement and like. <laughs> and, like Uh, (laughs) especially that noise um it is just my puppy beso um so i'm sorry not sorry because he's just so cute and he doesn't want to stop playing with me so that's fine um but anyway all right we're gonna go ahead with the case it's a super popular for west virginia culture and um we know that it's it's gonna be a, a favorite i guarantee it and it's shay's case so what is it we are going to be talking about the uh, infamous Mothman of West yes. Virginia. I yes. mean, like, it's of West Virginia for us, but, like, I know it's famous all over the world. Like, there's been oh, sightings and stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, I don't want really to give too much away, so let's jump into it. Okay. All right. So, it all started way back in uh, 1966 in our little small town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and if... If some of you don't know, I know our hometown knows exactly where this is, but um, any of you out there don't know where this is. It's it's a little town along the river between Ohio and West Virginia. And it's, I mean, it's thriving these days, but back yeah. in the 60s, it was like, it was a little town. I don't know. It was pretty, bustling, but not too much. It was pretty much a typical, a typical 60s town. Yeah. It, it was just adorable. Yeah. So, um. We're going to go to a night in, I believe it was November of 1966. Mm. And uh, we're going to dive into the lives of Roger and Linda Scarberry for a minute. And uh, they decided to go for a little night cruise to Little Lover's Lane. Uh, But they're not alone. They're with their friends, Steve and Mary. And uh, these two are, uh, both couples are married. So, and then they decided to have their little cousin Lonnie tag along. And I don't know why, but <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. Everyone has been a Lonnie at least one time <laughs> in their lives. I've been a Lonnie my entire life. Now, just, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, maybe. And maybe you've been my Lonnie. <laughs> I have been your Lonnie. <laughs> you are my Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> my Lonnie? 
cute. <laughs> All right, so they're driving out. And what they do is they go to this old TNT factory um, that was made in World War II or built in World War II. Um, it was, that is the lover's lane of the time. Like, it's spooky out in the middle of nowhere. There's hardly any lights out there. Not likely a cop's going to cruise by. Perfect if you want to have some fireworks yeah. between yourself and your lover. Can we just talk about the fact that I miss... I miss, like, I was there in the 60s. <laughs> I wish that back, you know, in my day. No, but I wish it was still like that, where even married couples go out to Lover's Lane. Yeah. I just think that's really, really cute. Yeah. I mean, technically, there are still, but nowadays, it's more like, that's where heroin dealers go to. You know what I mean? Oh, romantic. So adorable. Like, just shoot up and have a couple smooches. You have, like, a clean needle, or can we share a needle? Oh, bonding. Oh, <laughs> That is demented. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> they get out there. They're chilling, probably talking about how spooky it is out there. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't imagine it being very romantic, but who am I to tell? I would dig it. Yeah, you definitely would. <laughs> this would be your scene. So they get out there and they, they're sitting there and they're talking. And Roger's like, what the heck is that? They spot two red lights over by the factory. And they're like, there's no way that they have, that there's anybody in there. There shouldn't be. No. Um, there definitely shouldn't be any lights on. And they said that there are two lights that are like about the size of a baseball. And um, so he decides to flip on the headlights, shine it over there, and he sees a man with uh, glowing lights as his eyes. Okay. Okay. And if you can imagine baseball-sized eyes, <laughs> that's terrifying enough. Dude, you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but he is between five and seven feet. And um, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> um, between five and seven feet. Yeah, it's a little broad. That's a very tender profile height. Yeah, height requirement right there. Like I don't know, ladies. I'm between five and seven feet. You're just gonna have to come and meet me to find <laughs> out. That every man in America is like, wait, can we do that? <laughs> I call foul. <laughs> I just said file. <laughs> I do. You met. It made it even funnier. Yeah, I mean foul. Okay, yeah. I did play softball, so give me a break. Okay, so not only is he between five and seven feet short or tall, we don't know. Um, his wings are what really catches I'm their sorry. attention. Did you say wings? Wings, like That's, chicken wings. Seems pretty normal, you know. They're about ten feet wide. You know, measly. So, uh, <laughs> pretty standard to a man of a five to seven foot stature. <laughs> really, if you think about it. That's where it. his height really comes in. Guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want me to be taller? Whip <laughs> him up tall. <laughs> so, anyway, they decide they're done with this. They're like, you know what? We're done smooching. Let's get the heck out of here. Yep. So, Roger tore out of there fast. They're terrified. And uh, he starts flooring it down these backcountry roads. And I don't know if there were anything like the roads there are today. Probably worse. Yeah. But there is no way I would be going down those roads 100 miles per hour. And that's exactly what this guy did. He floored it. And I would love to know what kind of car he was driving. Ooh. Back in the 60s. I imagine, it, I imagine it to be like a teal Thunderbird. Mm. Oh, Gosh. Anyway. Anyway, so they're going 100 miles per hour, and I'm sure the girls are, like, screaming, and Lonnie's like, what the heck is that? You know? So they're going down this road, 
And like I said, he's going 100 miles per hour. They look behind him. That creature is keeping up with them. Oh, no. Like, Wait, is he flying? Uh, Yeah. I don't know why I asked that question. If he was running, I feel like that'd be even more terrifying. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like, wait, why isn't he flying? <laughs> He's got tips of wings. He's just like getting her like an old woman, like power walking down the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got to get up my momentum. Do you know anything about physics? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's creepy. Yeah, I know. I just thought of that, too. Like, man, that'd be so scary. So, no, but he's flying like Jeepers Creepers, okay? Oh. Yeah. And not only is he flying... But Linda's made several comments that whenever he was flying behind them, occasionally the wings would just like slowly tap the side of the car. Like, oh, yeah, it's it was crazy. Oh. So they get close to town and the creature just flies away. I mean, just suddenly just whew, it's gone. Oh, and uh, so they go to the police station and uh, of course they tell everybody what happened. And as you can imagine, they did not believe them, uh, except for one deputy. Uh, I did have his name. I don't know what it is now, but he was one that knew all of those kids. And I say kids, they were all married, but they were really young. I mean, back then they probably were kids. People were getting married at mm-hmm. really early. I mean, it's true. So, uh, yeah, I don't really know how old they were, but I know that the deputy was the only one who believed them. They interviewed all of them separately. They all had the same story and he said they were visibly shaken um, Roger was the only one willing to go back with a cop to investigate the factory. Dang. All right, Roger. Yeah. Like if your name's Roger, I mean, I don't think I've ever met a Roger who wasn't just tough. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. My old softball coach was named Roger and, uh, he was really tough. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, um, um, but back at the station, you know, all of them are, the rest of them are like shaken up, you know? And, um, so Roger goes back out there. And but you know what they they didn't find anything at all. They found no evidence. So mm-hmm. so several years later, I'm talking like mm, 20 years later. Oh. Linda was interviewed about this incident because it's the first recorded um, sighting of this Mothman. And she says, uh, and I quote, "I wish we had never seen it. I wish someone else had seen it." Unquote. Oh, Linda, that's sad. It's really sad. Um, and. Okay, so a little bit about that TNT factory from World War II. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Um, it had concrete domes. Oh, that I know is a little, little creepy. <laughs> Why? <though>? Um, <laughs> I know. Why? They had concrete domes that had they stored gunpowder in there uh, oh. back during the the World War II and everything. So there were also concrete tunnels, kind of like catacombs, underneath of the factory, and uh, I guess they were like transporting it, you know, from one side to the other Ew. well yeah and apparently it had collapsed um at one point the tunnels yep yeah the tunnels collapsed at one point <clears throat> and uh so you know nobody's been down there to explore them i'm sure i really think that there's going to be some down there that are not collapsed there has to be they can't all be collapsed yeah I mean, I'm not going down there, but... No, it's a hard pass. <laughs> I'm really busy that I'm day. claustrophobic, so there's just no way. Yeah, no. Um, but you know what? The Mothman could be down there. We just don't know. Yep, he could be. So, um, all right. So, moving on to number two sighting. Number two sighting, eh? Yeah. There's a number two. Well, you know, number two usually have the most crap. That's true. <laughs> As does this one. So, <laughs> All right. So, there's a woman. I don't have her name. But it's a dark night, 
and she's uh, walking to her car, and she's carrying her infant daughter. I'm gonna guess she's like one ish, not even one, maybe. Hmm. And uh, she's walking to her car, and she's almost there. She's fiddling with her keys, and she looks over and she sees the freaking Mothman at the edge of the parking lot, pitch black dark, and he's not like moving around or trying to hide. Like he's literally just standing there, still staring at her. Ew. Yeah. With Wait, those bright red eyes. I have a question. Yeah. What color is his skin? Like, is he black? Or because, like, we're going to talk about the statue, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, the statue is silver. So mm-hmm. what color is his skin? Um, Linda and Roger say that he had gray skin. Ew. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a couple other people who said that, too. So, as you could imagine, he would look a lot like like aliens or like an alien or something. Oh. Like thin legs, I'm sure. Blech. So, um. Like, bro, you sick. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> My dude's got an iron deficiency. <laughs> Eat your broccoli. <laughs> Eat your broccoli, moth man. We're flying around. So she's filming with her keys, right? And, you know, she sees this creature. When she sees this moth man, she literally drops her daughter on the ground. <laughs> like, her arms just decided that they're not working that day. <laughs> and they just... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I don't know why that's funny to me, but I just imagined this kid just thumping to the ground. Oh, my God. And it made me think of this time that I was in a, uh, I'm not going to say the name of it, but it's a, it was a really popular grocery store in Spencer. Mm-hmm. And I was like 15 or 16 and I'm in there and I was getting, I think I was getting cake mix for your birthday, <laughs> if I remember. And yeah. um, I was down an aisle and I'm looking at cake mix and I can hear a conversation from the aisle next to me. And it's these two women. And I don't know who they were because I just didn't know anybody back then. Like mom knows everybody, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know these, these women. And um, one of them said, you know, you know, yeah. I mean, it's no wonder she's, she's like that. You know, she got dropped on her head when she was a baby. Oh my gosh. And the other woman's like, oh, really? Did she, did she bounce or was it like a thud? Oh my God. Yeah. So listen, she goes, did she bounce or was it like a thud? And the other one's like, oh, she bounced. She bounced. <laughs> and that woman's like, oh, well, that, thank God. Bless her heart. If she'd have thud, I know, I know, the other woman said, but she didn't thud. She bounced. Oh, okay. That's good. So that's what made me think of. Was oh like, my God. Did she thud? Or did she bounce? I guess this little girl bounced. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God she's a bouncing Bless baby. her heart. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> that's hilarious. But, you know what? I did find out that she was okay. Like, she didn't get hurt or anything. Um, but this woman collapsed on top of her daughter at the same time, just out of fear. I guess she was more of paralyzed at the time when she saw this creature. Because, I mean, who wouldn't be Ugh. seeing this thing? I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, she collapsed on her. She was there for about 15 minutes just laying there on top of her daughter and mm-hmm. just paralyzed. And she looked up and she saw it was gone. You know, it didn't do anything. It literally just stood there and looked at her. And uh, it went away. So she got back up and she got out of there. But Ugh. that was sighting number two. So in that year... That full year, there was over a hundred sightings of this creature. Holy cow! Yeah, there's so there's no way I'm going to be able to get through all of them. No. So, but those were the main. Those are the first two, and I thought those were important to uh, to uh, disclose. So, 
But we are going to move on to, we're going to fast forward to about a, one year later. Okay. Um, and this is the sort of the main event of what happened that brought attention to it. So during that full year, during those 100 sightings, I mean, it didn't go unnoticed. There was newspaper crews. There was people out there trying to hunt this thing, trying to catch a glimpse of it. So as you can imagine, it was it was crazy. I mean, there was just a lot of uh, media coverage there. Well, I mean, if they were hunting the Mothman, why didn't they just open up a big refrigerator in the middle of the night? I was thinking like a giant bug zapper. Just like, oh, yeah. Out there. Oh, man. Man, that's kind of rude. I, well, you know, really? I don't think they had bug zappers back in the 60s. <laughs> I just thought of that. Maybe not. Wow. I feel so smart. We're going to have to look up the uh, trademark information <laughs> on the bug zapper. All right. So uh, the date is December 15th, 1967. Uh, it's at around, uh, let's see, it's been around five o'clock, around rush hour, about 10 days before Christmas. And um, there's people, you know, everywhere. Traffic's kind of crazy. And there's a bridge uh, that links West Virginia and Ohio. And at the time, it was the Silver Bridge, originally constructed in 1928, I believe. And um, it was called the Silver Bridge because when the engineers painted this, they painted it a silver color like with aluminum paint. So Ooh. that's why it's called Silver Bridge. When they decided to construct this bridge back in 1928, they didn't, the engineers didn't really think ahead as much about the construction of cars and the progression of it and how much heavier the new vehicles were going to be. Oh. So I think you're getting where I'm going with this. See, like, that makes sense. But also, I would have thought that the cars back at, back in the 60s, I, I don't know why I would have thought that they would be heavier because... Mm-hmm. Nowadays, and closer to more modern times, there's more development of like plastics being used mm-hmm. in constructing cars. You would think. However, you also have to remember that nowadays they have air conditionings and heaters and yeah, know, oh, and, those and larger engines and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, like the Model T was like 1,900 pounds around about. Oh, today's cars are like up to 4,000 pounds. Excuse me, up to 4,000 pounds. Um. So there's quite a bit of difference between those things, obviously. Yeah. So, but the engineers didn't think about that. And when they built these bridges back then, uh, they're very similar to bridges in Pittsburgh now, but they're a little better constructed. <laughs> um, so the bridges back then didn't really have a lot of fail-safe measures. So if one thing happened, something broke, there was a loss of support in any part of the bridge, it was going to cause catastrophic damage. Yes. So, it like I said, it's rush hour. The bridge is packed between Ohio and West Virginia at this time. Oh, geez. People are trying to get home to their families, probably have Christmas presents in the back of their cars. Oh, wholesome. Yeah. So, there's a suspension chain that failed. Ooh. And I just, you know, there was just too much weight on it on one spot. And when it failed, like I said, there was no, there was no safeguards to help prevent the bridge from collapsing. So that's exactly what happened. Um, there was nothing to support it, and everything literally just fell into that river. Everything broke apart, and you know there was quite a few people who saw it breaking ahead of them, sort of like in the movie Mothman Prophecies. Oh, that movie's so good! Yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, you need to. It's it really is so so good. It's got Richard Gere in it. Do you remember when we first saw it? 
was it in Charleston? Yeah. The movie theater? Yeah, we didn't we didn't go out a lot as kids because we were just, you know, we were just rural West Virginia kids and our parents didn't have a lot of money. But we actually got to go to the movie theater in Charleston. We were so excited because the movie theater in Spencer, um, the Roby, which is amazing, but they only play and they still only play one movie for is it like a week or two weeks? I think it's a week. Usually yes. it's a really popular movie. Right, right. So like it's only a one one show movie theater and the one in Charleston at the time they were playing two movies, which no. now which now it's like 15 movies yeah. would be playing at the same time. But we went and we were in line where we it was me and you, mom and dad, and we're in line and they had these two posters up of what the movies were that we're going to be playing. And the movies were the Mothman prophecy or the Lord of the Rings, yes. the, the very first one. Wow. And Dad was, like, trying to convince us to go and see the Lord of the Rings. But me and you and Mom, we're super into creepy stuff. Mm -hmm. And it looked really spooky. And we were like, oh, yeah, we want to see that. And Dad's like, no, no, girls, you you girls want to see you want to see Lord of the Rings, right? You want to see it. I read the books. You want to <laughs> see it. And we're like, Mom goes, no, they don't. They want to see the Mothman. And I'm like, yeah, Dad, we want to see the Mothman. <laughs> So, I was like, whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our lives. Oh, I could have gotten you so much trouble if I would have wanted to. Oh, man. Yeah, thank God you weren't evil. No, I wasn't. I was pretty hard. <laughs> but yeah, and we watched that. And hindsight, we were probably too young to see that creepy movie because it messed yeah. with me. You know what? I didn't understand it at all. Really? I watched it again like last year and I was like, holy crap. I the, didn't even know. What really it. messed me up was. Um, the whenever he's on the phone in his hotel room and he says, In your shoe under the bed. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. He even he even mentions um the grinning man. What's yes. his name? Ingrid Cold. Yeah, he even mentioned Ingrid Cold yeah, in, the, the alien, in the movie. Which also that occurrence happened that year as well. And we're gonna cover that. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about that too. Yeah, we're gonna cover that case. Very mysterious. So, um, back to the bridge collapsing. Um, the damages were incredible. I mean, wow. 46 lives were lost that day. Um, and two bodies were never even found. So. Which, I, I thought that the, the casualties were way lower than that. I thought it was like 20. No, no. They were. It was pretty high up there. Um, oh, man. So. Not that 20 is a small amount. No, just no. Saying. But still, I mean, it's, yeah. it's insane. Uh, most of them died from drowning, um, or they were hit by debris as it fell on top of oh, them. Oh, gosh. So, uh, Ow. yeah, it's pretty bad. It's so sad. But you know what? After what? that happened, the Mothman was never seen again in Point Pleasant. That was the last time? That was the very last time. Um, many people who had sightings of the Mothman that year claimed they had visions or premonitions of a disaster happening. Ooh. Um, not necessarily the bridge collapsing or anything like that specifically, but they all had really strange nightmares and weird visions. There, there was interference with their TVs, like static and phone interference. So I think that's where it went into the movie. But, um, but yeah, that was 100% true. There was just too many, too many claims for that not to be true, in my opinion. Yeah. But what also is really crazy to me is... After the Point Pleasant sightings, it got even crazier. The sightings got even crazier. Um, 
1986. Do you remember what happened in 1986? Okay, wait a minute. As far as disasters go. Okay, are we talking about West Virginia or are we talking about United States? The whole world. If you can remember. Okay, let me give me a second because I know I'll get this. 1986. That was a good year for music. That was a great year. Oh, wait. The chair was it's not Chernobyl, is it? <laughs> ding ding ding. <gasps> you got it. I love me some Chernobyl. I know. I love Chernobyl. I know. I knew you'd get it. Mm-hmm. So just before the Chernobyl disaster in 1986, there had been sightings of the Mothman. Ooh. In that area. I mean, literally in that area. Oh, Russia. I got I got goose pimples. That's I know. Exciting. It's insane. Um, for something that big. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's insane. But there was also Something a little small. I mean, this is just as sad, but a little smaller, closer to home. There was a sighting just before the Mississippi River Bridge collapse in 2007 that killed 13 people. Oh, wow. Which, to me, is like two different bridges collapse, and there's a Mothman sighting. I mean, that's just insane. That's, That's weird. Yes. But there was one more big event that happened where there was a Mothman sighting. And that was 9-11. What? Yes. There was reports of a Mothman sighting in Manhattan on 9-11. Wow. Yeah. I never heard that before. So, now, I don't know how true that is, obviously. But I thought that was kind of crazy. And you know the director of the Mothman Prophecies, John Neal? He was interviewed about the movie. And people were, you know, like, do you believe in this? Do you? Is this just, you know, just for publicity and stuff like that. He's like, you know what? I really do believe in this thing because he said there is Native Americans back in the day. Um, their version of the Mothman was the Thunderbird. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know all about the Thunderbird, but I didn't yeah. know that that was related to the Mothman. Yeah, I mean, he's a herald of impending disaster. I mean, it's it, it's exactly what the Mothman is. Wow. Um, now, some people believe that he causes disasters. Some people believe he just warns of disaster and that he's a good guy on our side. I would like to believe he's a good guy. Yeah. But I don't necessarily believe it. There's also this theory that there could be multiple math, math man, math man, math man, mathematicians, multiple mathematicians. He is the herald of algebra doom. (laughs) That's like my entire high school career word. (laughs) Um, but multiple moth mans. Um, and I, I'm, honestly, that makes more sense than just one. See, it makes sense, but somehow I like the idea of there being <laughs> yeah. one Mothman, mm-hmm. and he's just like Santa Claus, but evil with grace and <laughs> big old wings. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what's crazy, and this is like, and this is one of those things that makes this case in West Virginia even more bizarre. After everything happened, the bridge collapse, you know, all the sightings and stuff, everything kind of died down a little bit. Well, people were going to be interviewed about this because it is it is a huge coincidence that there was like 100 sightings, all this press and media coverage the year before this bridge collapsed. Because obviously it made national news when 42 people died. Yeah. I mean, or 46 people died. Well, and yeah, I mean, back then, holy yeah. cow, oh, that man. was unheard of. That kind of... That kind of casualty count is just crazy. It's insane. Um, But what happened was you'd think you'd see a bunch of interviews about the people who saw what they saw. But you don't because 
that was an account from this person who had seen a man in black, just like, you know, the movie men in black. It was a government official. It looked like Mm -hmm. who was all black suit, black glasses kind of came in and sort of threatened or encouraged these people not to say what they saw. Oh, which I mean, in the sixties, I guess you could kind of see that now. Like nowadays, if you see something, you post it on, you know, Social TikTok media. or you yeah. know, Snapchat, whatever. And it is what it is. People are not, you know, people are going to believe it or they're not going to believe it. Yeah, and even if you think about, if you think about nowadays, if if somebody, if a man in a black suit came and was like, "Hey, I'm going to need you to keep your mouth shut about this," most people would be like, "Uh, yeah, uh, you can you can screw off, man, because mm-hmm. I'm going to say whatever I want to say." But the back then, of course, it was like the government really was like was big scary. brother. It was yeah. a scary, a scary idea mm-hmm. for them. They all were like, Oh gosh, I don't know who this mysterious person was. But if somebody came to my door and they were like, Hey, I know that you saw this car crash or I saw you saw this woman being attacked or whatever. And they're like, I'm going to need you to shut your mouth about this and don't say anything. I'll be like, okay, can you just say that one more time a little bit louder so I can turn on <laughs> Facebook live? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a very, we're very blessed to have the, things that we have nowadays yeah yeah. it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time yeah we're not even going to get into it no uh that's uh we'll save that for another episode i'm sure yeah um and speaking of a blessing or a curse you can go on to google and type in the mothman point pleasant west virginia something like that odds are you're going to pull up a picture of a statue that looks just like he's described and that statue is in point pleasant west virginia And not only is there, like, a statue, but there's also a festival they have every year in September where it's, like, food and carnival stuff, like, games. And I think they have, like, rides and things like that. It's really cool. And they had – I did did some looking up for um, some pictures. Uh, I wanted to see that statue again. And I looked up some pictures, and I actually found out that they had a tattoo artist set up in a booth, and he was doing Mothman tattoos. Oh. That's sick. And I was like, oh, okay. Kind of want that on my foot or something. Let <laughs> me have the Mothman on my foot. I think that would be really cute, actually. <laughs> oh, is that a butterfly? Oh. oh it's not a butterfly. Okay. <laughs> Karens around the world would be aghast at what I would have on my body. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, don't you have a story about the Mothman statue? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forgot. The, the Mothman statue and I are um, very much acquainted with each other. One time, whenever I was in high school, and I didn't, I didn't get out much, like we said earlier. Like I didn't go do things. I watched NCIS with my parents. Like we both Goals. did. Yeah, like we were wild for sure. Um, but this night, I went with my co- our cousin Jacob and our other cousin, well, our honorary cousin Dakota. Um, <laughs> And we took a drive to Point Pleasant and we were, at first we were just going to get a Ripley because we wanted a Taco Bell and there wasn't a Taco Bell in Spencer at the time, but we were just going to get a Ripley and we were going to get Taco Bell because there wasn't any Taco Bell in Spencer. And then we go and we're eating tacos and being stupid in the parking lot. And then uh, Dakota was like, let's go to Point Pleasant. And I was like, uh, I'm a little bit nervous to go to Point Pleasant because I'm not even supposed to be in, Rip- in Ripley. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be here right now. But we went and we saw the Mothman statue and I groped him. And Wait, um, what do you mean you groped him? I'm not going to get specific. 
Because I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> I don't want specifics. I just want to know. I touched <laughs> him. Why? I touched him. But why? Oh, why not? He's a big silver guy <laughs> with wings. I had to. I bet the statue has like abs too. I bet they he put do. abs on him. He yeah. do. He does have abs. That's so funny. I don't really care about abs. You know what? Though? <laughs> Stop. I don't care about abs on my silver winged men. But you know what though? To be more accurate, they should give him like a dad bod because... Like, abs are a little ambitious. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, calm down, Mothman. You put in your Tinder profile that you are five to seven feet tall. Yeah. You, you don't have abs. I mean, flex them wings. I know you work them out. Yeah. But, I you mean, chasing abs? A, chasing after couples going off a lover's lane. If I know. had wings, I would never use my abdomen for anything. I don't use my abdomen anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like abdomen who she is. <laughs> all right. So uh after all that, um that is uh that's the Mothman. That and that's my, that's the end of my case. And that's our first episode. Yeah. Um I'm gonna post some pictures on our Instagram of the Mothman. I'm gonna post I have some pictures of the TNT factory. Oh yes. I even have pictures of the domes. I have pictures of the tunnels. Um, so anyway, I'm going to post all that on our Instagram. Uh, please follow our Instagram. Please. It is uh, Tis Odd Podcast. If you want to write us, if you want to comment, feel free. We would love that. Uh, we also have a email account. Shay, you want to tell them what that is? Yeah, it's uh, at tisoddpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Very simple. Very simple. We also have a Facebook page. Um, it's just a simple page. We might upgrade it later on to actually make it a full-blown website, Facebook, whatchamacallit thing. <laughs> but, for, <laughs> but for right now, if you just want to go on our Facebook page and you want to post silly stuff, if you want to um, send us messages on there. But we're thinking about doing a TikTok in the future, so you could definitely follow us on that whenever I'm, if I, whenever I make it. Uh, I'll definitely, 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 definitely gonna, um, <laughs> gonna post it and you can follow. We're gonna, right now we're just super new. Like we're, we're noobs. We're super noob. We don't know much. Whenever it comes to podcasting. We love podcasts. We love them. We will shout out our favorite podcasts later on. Yeah. Um, we're going to plug all of our favorite podcasts because yeah. we love spooky stuff. We love True crime. Oh. True crime is literally my soul. Yeah, my it is. Soul. True crime is definitely Courtney's heart and soul. I specifically am into serial killers and demented things. Like urban legends. Oh, I'm into the, stories. the weird ghosty stuff. You're probably going to notice th throughout our show in later episodes that Shay is going to probably focus on true crime stuff mm -hmm. more. And uh, I'm going to focus more on urban legends, ghost stories, paranormal events. Um... Our second episode is going to be coming out super soon, and it's it's mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to tell you about it. Uh, I think that you're really going to love the story, if especially if you're from Spencer, West Virginia, because it is a story that we've talked about in high school and people have gossiped about. And guess what? I'm spilling the tea. I have all the details, probably too many details, so that episode is probably going to be, it's probably going to be quite long. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I have a lot of notes about it, but it's going to be good. I have, I have high hopes that I everybody's going to, I think you're going to really like it. We might even record it tonight. 
That is a very big possibility. We'll record it, to, you know, probably record it tonight. And uh, after Shay does some editing, then we'll we'll post it. And we're going to make sure to keep everybody updated exactly when our schedule is that our episodes are going to come out. Because we want to have a base schedule for this is when you can expect mm-hmm. an episode. This is when you can expect, you know, other events. Because we're going to plan other things, too. We're not just going to do this you know, random storytelling stuff. We might in the future do some Facebook live stuff. It, yeah. it really depends on popular you guys. demand. That's really what we're going with. We don't want to put stuff out there that people don't want to hear. I mean, no, we don't want to put effort into stuff that people don't want to hear. No, but cause we are doing we this. Have fun. Yeah. We're doing this for not just for people to listen to, but also for us. And we're not going to do episodes and we're not going to do events that we don't like to listen to ourselves. Exactly. There are certain things that Shay and I don't care to listen to and that we tend to skip through in other podcasts, not because of like any hate. No, it's just what we prefer. Yeah. So So. uh, any suggestions that you have, throw them at us. Yeah. Give us some cases. Give us some local ones that maybe the big true crime podcasts like Crime Junkie or morbid true crime. Maybe those ones haven't really touched on because they haven't really heard about them because they're local. Give them to us and we will research them. Yeah. And maybe give them a shout out right there. We'll do some great. Wow. I'm not going to say great. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do the very best we can when it comes to researching. Cause that's yes. another thing with that. I'm new at, I'm new to researching, mm-hmm. but I really enjoy it. It was fun. Um, thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you completely, you know, we really hope you enjoyed this. We know that we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. We're aware that we think that we're funny. So yeah. you don't have to tell us there's just stupid girls that think that they're funny. Yeah. I mean, you can if you want, but we probably won't listen. No, I really don't care. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I know that I think that I'm funny. I think we're hilarious. But I think we're funny. We'll find out real quick if other people <laughs> think we're hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's like, you're not funny, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, well, I don't care. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Because I think I am, and uh, the world goes round and round. <laughs> I don't know what that was, song was. Was that a song? I just made it up. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a Michael Jackson song. Or something. We dust off the shoulder. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She was far. The world goes round. What just happened? I just got Canadian all of a sudden. I don't know. I, like I can it. see bears in my backyard. Oh, we're gonna get hate from Canada now. Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> That's what I say every every time. If we do a case in Canada. I will probably say Canada <laughs> at least three or four times. Fine. We're down. We've been to Canada. Yeah, a long time ago. I love some Canadians. I can't even remember. I remember a moose. Remember. I saw a moose once. You remember? <laughs> That's it. I saw a moose once. <laughs> there was a rabbit in the house that we were staying. Anyway, we're going off on a rabbit trail. So. <laughs> it's rabbit hole. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Chasing rabbits. Chasing bunnies. All right. Thanks for uh, listening to me stammer around on my research on the Mothman. I hope I did it justice. You did really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I did too, but we'll find out. All right. So stay tuned for our next episode. Yeah. So thanks again for listening. And uh, we're just going to say adios, Adios, oddballs. oddballs.